really, it's important to learn, but it's very, very important that you make a decision to practice and put something into your life. This is why people get frustrated with personal development because they're not taking action. I've, I know this story. And so I'm like, this is actually, a f once you get those things in place, you can make phenomenal change in the world. What does it mean to you to live your best and bravest life? Does it mean being strong and forthright? Do you think of bravery as a woman or a man in uniform wearing stars or medals? Or does it mean being vulnerable, honest and courageous in all that you do? It is my mission in life to help you feel brave and empowered to live as your authentic self. So join me in these inspirational conversations filled with tips and tricks to help you live your best and bravest life. I'm Tiffany Johnson, and this is the When We Are Brave podcast. Welcome to the When We Are Brave podcast. Oh, this is the last episode of season two. <gasps> Can you believe it? We've made it all the way through 2020. Now, look, I know that we have had a huge year, but I just wanted to quickly reflect on the journey of When We Are Brave. The podcast started in April this year and some of the guests that I have had the privilege of interviewing have been far and wide. People from the UK, best-selling authors. I've had incredible individuals who have had life-changing stories and who have lived an incredibly brave life. There's been AFL players, MS survivors, transplant survivors. There have been people who have sailed across the Atlantic Ocean. The list just keeps going on and on. I am so, so grateful for this incredible platform to have you here listening to the When We Are Brave podcast. I hope that this podcast has helped you make decisions in life that have been courageous and strong, helping you to live your best and bravest life, because that is why I started this podcast. So make sure you subscribe so that when the podcast is back again in 2021, you won't miss an episode. I'm so excited to end the season with today's guest. Today's guest is all the way from France. David Hennessy created a holistic personal development program called The Wonder Technique. Now, when David reached out to me through LinkedIn, I was intrigued. What was The Wonder Technique and how can that help us to be brave in our life? David has had an incredible personal journey. He has faced a number of deaths in his family, which is just part of life. We all go through that at some point. But he had a run of difficult times, including a giant accident where he jumped doing rock climbing and damaged his body and was told he would never walk again. Fast forward a few months and he ran a marathon. He has formal training in psychology and nutrition and he has travelled to over 20 countries and lived in three long-term countries, so his accent is unique. I loved it. 
But his goal is to give the fundamental tools of personal development to anyone on the planet, anyone who wants to learn, anyone who wants to improve their life, to live their best and bravest life. I loved this conversation. I've loved all the conversations on the When We Are Brave podcast. Let's welcome David Hennessy. David, welcome to the When We Are Brave podcast all the way from beautiful France. I'm so delighted to have you on the show today. It's my honor, Tiffany. Thank you for inviting me. David, I was so intrigued when you made contact with me about your incredible story and the brave life that you have led and your willingness to share that with the audience today. Would mm. you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you come to be working in this field of personal development? Okay. There's a huge story, as you know, Tiffany, we spoke about this a little bit before, but the original impetus in my life came actually in the 90s when my mom, she had cancer twice. And I was in a state of mind where I was not very good at managing my stress. And at that time, when my mom started to get sick and it was challenges, I walked away from work that I was doing. I was fortunate enough that I've taught myself since a young age, and that's thanks to my mother, how to put some money aside in case of emergency. So I didn't have a lot, but I had enough to say, I'm going to spend time with my mother. And over the next, because uh, she went through two bouts of cancer, over the next period of time, I found out something about myself that kind of like connected the dots in my life. My mom, one of the biggest challenges she had, Tiffany, with managing through cancer was understanding all the information she was getting. She was bombarded with naturopaths, nutritionists, all kinds of doctors, surgeons, and it was stressful for her. And I had what I call the privilege, looking back, to spend time with her and help her kind of decode what was the important stuff for her to get into her life actively. I really made things simpler for her to understand. Now, it's not because of me that she's still alive and, as I say, dancing through life right now, and she's doing really well. She's an amazing woman. But my small contribution was the fact that I was able to kind of decode the complexities. And... It wasn't right away that I created the wonder technique. This was a couple of years later after that when I really felt drawn to the fact that my understanding of making complex things simple was something that I learned over time. And it wasn't just by chance. It was something I always wanted to understand things. So in 1999, I created a system, um, a holistic personal development program called the wonder technique. And I quietly started to share it with people. And I think my mom, she was kind of a nudge. She told her friends, you should listen to David because X, Y, Z, right? But uh, I, I, I had people come. I was at a library. Um, I was living in, I mean, I'm in France now, but I was in Canada then. And for those people who are taking the time to listen to us, I'm originally from Ireland. And my accent changes depending on who I'm speaking to, where I'm at in the world. It's kind of that morphing of a, of a voice. But So I've moved around a little bit. And I started in 1999 sharing the principles of the wonder technique. And I'm honored to, to have connected with thousands of people over the years, mostly in person as a, as a professional speaker. And this whole year that we're living in right now has required me to adjust again because I don't have the privilege of being in front of people, but I have the privilege of being 
looking at you here, Tiffany, as we're doing recording here and connecting with people in a different way. So I'm hoping to help people that are listening and grow that way. Yeah, I think as much as COVID's brought its challenges, it's definitely also brought a new way for us all to connect. And this is one of those wonderful opportunities. Yeah, because we're so far away from each other. I know, we're on the other side of the world from each other. It's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) And this podcast is out to over 30 countries and it's just a wonderful, fantastic, wonderful platform. Massive difference you are. It's brilliant. So your life has thrown many curveballs. You've had unexpected twists and turns, including moving abroad to a country where you don't speak the language which mm-hmm. has to be difficult. Oh, boy. Being, oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Don't <being> do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I certainly won't be. This is advice I give to my children. Things that dad did, don't do that. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. Lessons learned. And Anybody yeah. listening, I, I will tell. But anyways, I cut you off. Sorry, you were speaking. No, Sorry. that's fine. Being in a place where you thought you would never walk again. Now, I've had so many accidents in my life. Obviously, yeah. most people know about my canyoning disaster where I survived. But I've had other accidents too, and I know, I know firsthand how hard it is to take news that is so distressing to your own yeah. life. Even like when your mother got cancer, my mum's a cancer survivor as well. All of those things help us move in a new way, I think. But how do you find the courage to move within yourself and move forward in your life? Well, for me, several things happened before the rock climbing accident. I mean, I moved to France and I moved, and this is the recommendation to the listeners, don't do this. Okay, I moved to France because my mother-in-law was really ill. And I had two young children. I had not the French language. Uh, Red flag number one, don't do that. Of course, when I moved, because I always used the English language, I couldn't find any work. And I had a family to support. But I moved because my mother-in-law was ill. Things started to, I was there for her. And then, unfortunately, I found her dying. So that started kind of like things happening that were just like, oh, my gosh, what's going on here? And... Just to kind of give a sense of to people that are listening, uh, and then I will share with how I managed this. And this wasn't evident at the time, even though, I mean, this was 2009 when I moved to France. I've been teaching the wonder technique for a long time and sharing with a lot of people. I actually think that the gift of what I learned from the wonder technique prepared me for some things that I didn't know could happen. Since I moved to France, my dad had passed away. Then I found my mother in law, and unfortunately, she. She did die. Um, and then I was in, two people hit me in two different accidents. This was like like 2012, I found my mother-in-law um, dying the year before my dad passed away. 2013, somebody ran into me in a truck. And just um, after, before that, someone else, like it was like a crazy circumstance, a motorcycle. And then I went, I took up rock climbing because I, this is one thing I've hiked a lot in my life, but I've always wanted to learn to rock climbing. So I was doing some indoor training and I came down off a wall by jumping, which is something I never did. And I'd done some damage. There was an electric shock that went through me. At that moment, I didn't know what had happened. But within two days, it happened on a Tuesday, on the Thursday, when I sat down and I was trying to move, I was like, oh my God, there's something wrong here. I went to the hospital. They scanned me. They said they would like to operate. I didn't want an operation. 
because two people very close to me, one my mother-in-law, had had failed twice. She had failed back operations. I, you're asking me, how did I deal with this? I lay on the couch because I had two choices when I was trying to recover. I couldn't walk around. I could lie on the couch as some people listening. If you've had back injuries with your legs up in the air, they tried to medicate me. It didn't work. My body was saying, this is not going to help. This is just masking the pain. And I lay there wondering, I've got to, you know, what am I, how am I going to support my children? I'm going to have to, you know, have my family. And my wife at the time, I'm like, what is going on? And of course, I was thinking, of course, hiking, forget about that. Because I used to hike for like, you know, 35 kilometers in a day, you know, 20 odd miles and go in the wilderness on my own. I'm like, I can't even walk. I can't even walk out. I can't walk across the room. So I was like, I started to think about just a choice, making a decision as to how did I want to live? And and where really, for those people listening, to give them something rather than just my story, functional, I walked into the future in my mind, Tiffany, and I imagined, what if I don't make changes? Can I accept that future? And this is something that anybody listening is an, is an invaluable tool, not because I'm sharing it, but because it's an idea that if you're trying to do something with your life right now, if your life is not the way you want it, now it's important, you, not someone else, and your life is telling you you should change. No, it's from coming from inside of you. It's your internal motivation. You walk into the future and imagine, what if I don't do this? Uh, and I did that. And I went, no, I've got to make changes. So I started in my mind to work on healing my body through my thoughts. Now, this may sound a little crazy to some people, but how you think about your body and how you interact with your your body is extremely important. And I've learned that more and more over the years to the point where when I share some stories with some people, they go, that's not true. And my children will say, no, it really happened. He, he had that experience. Some amazing things happen. Like the conversation that I had last night with somebody, she was telling me about she had an accident and she could relate totally. And I just connected with this person. You know, it's like, it's amazing how the things, and I think part of that in our lives, when we, we actually pay attention and listen. And one thing that's part of the story is that when I was coming from the hospital where they told me they had to operate on me, I don't know if I've shared this before on a podcast. I see a miracle that was blessed because I was sitting in the car and I saw a gentleman go across the street in an electric wheelchair and that to me was a, was a sign, David, you know what? You're actually pretty fortunate. This person has a much more difficult life. Do something about it. So I taught about all these different things. And I started to, I was. Well, I went to an osteopath. Um, I don't know if they have the same osteopaths in, in Australia, but they're not so common in Canada, but they are here. So his job really was to stretch my spine. He wanted to give me medication and stuff, and I didn't want it, all kinds. No, I knew that there was something going on. And I had the scan. I saw how bad the damage had been done with the two herniated discs. And I gave myself a goal. And this has happened in April. I gave myself a goal that I would start walking by October. And I did start walking very slowly around the block, like just pieces of the block. And like every morning now, I appreciate that my, my ability to move by going out for at least a minimal walk to validate the importance of that. Like I'm super grateful for my ability to move. 
And so I, I reframed my day. Now I can share with some, um, some of your listeners in that some of the steps to kind of decode what I've been doing now and sharing with people, um, particularly in the last couple of years. So it was, it, first of all, it was definitely as the modern terminology mindset. It was about how do I think about this problem? Do I see it as solvable or do I see it as I can't change it? That's, that's, that's really in very simple terms. But there's work behind it. As you know from your recovery, Tiffany, it's not just, I feel better, I'm okay. No, it's about, I'm going to make a decision and I'm going to work through this process. Yeah, that's really powerful, isn't it? And they they say that, um, I can never remember who said this, but it was either, it wasn't Alexandra Bell, it was maybe Thomas Edison that said, everything's created twice, first in the mind, and then mm. it comes to reality. Yeah. And visualization is a huge part of my life. I've massive. I, I meditate every day and I visualize all the time. I've got affirmations all up around the, my walls. And mm. I am a big believer in the law of attraction in that you you get what you're thinking. You think these thoughts and we have a choice exactly what you're saying. We have that choice to make the changes in our mind. You think depressing thoughts, you feel depressed, you feel sad, you'll often be attracted to other people who are sad and, you know, you just find that like attracts like. And so the more that you can be positive or the more that you can feel embraced in who you are, then you'll also connect with other authentic souls. So it's really important to have the ability to do that and to visualise where you want to be in your life. It's such an amazing tool. I love that. That's I'm going to share with you something that you indirectly touched on, Tiffany, briefly, if I may. It's not, you mentioned about how you think. I I had something, now this was something that was a click in my mind, and I encourage people to investigate it in their life if they have a chance to. I, you know, with the things that I went through, sharing the idea um, of my experience with my mother-in-law, my dad, the accident, the rock climbing, uh, I would talk to my friends. I have wonderful friends, and they're great listeners. And my, my life is blessed because of these people. But I learned it was an error in my behavior. And this was because my friends would listen to my story and they would just listen. But when I told my story to them, like, David, what's happening? Oh, my God, how can you get through this? Right? It's like, they're, like they're listening and like one of those things would have knocked somebody off. Right? And the, I somehow got the realization, Tiffany, and this is valuable for people to investigate in their lives that are listening, and I appreciate if they they try this out. I realized that by me talking about these problems, it was like I was becoming a magnet for more problems. Even though it's like almost like therapy, okay? My friends are listening to me, but the, it's like I'm re-manifesting what I'm thinking about because I'm thinking about these things. So I, I had to tell my friends, and they would say, oh, how is X? I said, you know what? I'm not going to talk about that anymore can't talk about that. That's past. That's done. I'm going to focus on what I can do. And that's what led to me, like after the rock climbing accident and doing my first marathon and these things that happened was because I shifted away from what had happened to believing what potentially could happen. And if I may share um, with your, your listeners here, how I frame my day. It's what I call framing my day. Very simple. David likes to have simple language here, but you, you talk about meditation and I have my own version of that, that I do that really helps me manage stress. If I may share. Okay. What it is, is that 
in the morning and at night, I have a certain protocol that I developed. And this is something that people listening, they can test out if they want. When you when you wake up in the morning, you're moving through different phases in your brain waves. For those people listening, you're moving from, I, I use the acronym BAT. It's actually reverse order. You're in beta right now. I'm alert. I'm awake. We're listening together. Then you move through alpha and then theta as you go to sleep. And then you do the reverse order. Okay, deep sleep is delta, but you move just reverse order when you wake up in the morning. What I encourage people to remember is what one lady I was on her podcast and she called it, oh, that's the twilight zone, that kind of gray area, that hazy kind of waking. To me, this is like a portal to your subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind is what drives us all the time. And you can retrain your subconscious mind by using it at that point in time. Now, for people, here's the error and here's the positive thing. If just before you go asleep at night, you watch the news, there's plenty of things to distract us right now that are not positive. You have an argument with somebody, you, you, you just, you're focused on something negative. You start to bring that into your body and our brain during sleep. And I know a lot about sleep that I share with people. We have to work through the emotion of that when we're asleep. So what I do is I, as, as I go asleep at night, as I move into that sleep, I seed my mind with positive things in many different parts of my life. Like I run through a protocol. It's too long to share with people right now, but it's very functional and where you kind of go through your body, your mind and everything, your relationships, and you're grateful for what you've got. And this gets you thinking about what you're grateful for, not what you don't have, but what you do have. And to backtrack a little bit, Tiffany, I didn't mention before I get into bed, I do write down five things I'm grateful for that day. I know tonight one of them will be, I'm grateful for having me on your podcast. I already know in advance, like at times, and other ones will just come. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. I caution listeners. Some people think, oh gosh, it has to be something massive, the new job, you know, the new relationship. No, it can be the fact like for me, I, my children are healthy. I'm healthy. I've got food on the table. Very basic. It's you're, you're tuning your mind on what's positive. So then as I go asleep, I go through that. And then I wake up in the morning. I refuse to let myself get up until I've done that reverse protocol. So as I start to wake up, I start to think about those things. And then before I get out of bed, I write down five things I'm grateful for. That frames my day. And it's absolutely stunning for me um, because I can give it from personal evidence and then other people that I've worked with. But I just say for myself, it's like, I don't get whacked out and off kilter and freaking out and like my my half life of responding to a negative experience is very fast now. I used to flip out and get crazy, you know. Like I mean, yelling and screaming at the wall, like a plate when you drop a plate, you know. It's like you know, why did the plate do it? No, that doesn't happen. Like now, it's like okay, clean up the plate, but that's taken effort. But it's it's actually it's just compounding effect of doing this over time. Yeah, and we, we either move towards positive or we move towards negative. So every action decision that we make, as small as they are do contribute towards things. When people wonder why a relationship broke down, it doesn't happen just overnight. It's very rare. There's a compounding effect. You know, why did you get that work? People that are successful, whatever they do, it is a building up over time. And you either filling your glass with positive experiences or you're doing the opposite. Uh, and, and that's so simple. People say, well, next, please, what's the real solution? But in fact, it is what it is. Yeah. I have a very similar routine. In the morning, I wake up in that exactly what you're saying when you're in that in-between state. 
and I have five things that I'm grateful for or appreciative of Mm. because appreciation is also is another level beyond that as well because it's coming from a a place of abundance. And so there's five things. And some mornings it is, oh, I'm so grateful for my bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so grateful I had this sleep. And, oh, and I talk about the sun. Like, why do I wake up in the morning? Because I love the sun. It's so full of mm. energy. It gives us life. It's even on a cloudy day, I'm so grateful for, yeah. for, life, for life. But then yeah. on top of that, I also have a word, an intention for the day. And every mm. single day I go, what's my intention for the day? And I don't get out of bed until I have worked out what my intention for the day is. So uh-huh. on okay. Sunday, I my intention on Sunday was to rest because I'd had I'd, I'd done the Festival of Brave on the Saturday. Yeah. I had had an enormous day. It was full of transformation. There was a lot of energy involved and I needed to rejuvenate. And I probably mm. needed a few more days than Sunday because I ended up working most of Sunday. But <laughs> it wasn't quite good on the intention. But today's, today's yeah, the intention, intention, yeah. the intention mm-hmm. for today was knowing And today has been the most positive knowing day where everything that I have done, I have gone, do I feel like I know, do I have a knowing, a a sense of this is what I need to be doing now? Yes. And then I keep going. And I've done that for years and years and years and it has taken such a long time to put all of that into practice. But I actually go back to what my intention is throughout the day and mm-hmm. it sets me on that path. Everything you yep. said is so incredibly true. And then before I go to sleep, exactly what you're talking about, I lie in bed and I think about all the things that have happened to me during the day, my relationships, my work, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling. And the things that perhaps I haven't been so happy with, that doesn't happen that often because I'm very intentional in what I'm trying to achieve in my life. But there's some, obviously, you know, there's life, life happens. Mm-hmm. Surprises oh, just to test us out, you know. Oh, here, how, oh, love, how, how about this curveball? Would you like to try this one on? <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> I go, okay, so how could that have gone differently? And then I plant that and I play it again like a movie in my mind of how yeah. else it could have looked. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly powerful. And I learned that um, technique through, uh, I don't know if you know her, Mary Morrissey. I'm a big fan of hers. And she used no. to be friends with Wayne Dyer and, and she's know, a, Wayne, a yeah. spiritual guru she does a lot of dream building work and mm-hmm. um yeah i learned that technique from her a very very long time ago and have used it every single day since so it's definitely something that our listeners would benefit from you mentioned a very important word which was the film because when i m- mentioned earlier about going through it's not just thinking about what i want to have experience in my life and being grateful for and as you use the word appreciation i would use that too being really appreciating the experiences that I have. I work it as a film because when you, it's not just a top, but when you add the emotion and you start to see it happening. Now this, this is where it it leverages. uh, And this is like the key part is when you see it as present, where even if it hasn't happened yet, it's like, okay, why not? Like, it's like, is that possible? If you believe it, like I've seen things happen where it's like, that doesn't make any sense. But because I believed it was possible, like in January, no, February 20th this year, very interesting day, the second month, 20th, 20, like all those numbers matched up. I decided just to, why not enter into a rock climbing competition? And I'd only just started back in rock climbing. And I went home on the lunchtime 
And I, I lay down and I, I visualize me doing the roots because I was there in the morning helping the children. Now, this was an indoor competition. I never, what's called, for those people who've done rock climbing listening, I was what's called en tête en français. So it's a lead climbing where you're, 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 the rope isn't already above you. You have to climb up and hook it in. I had only started that on the Thursday. The rock climbing was on the Saturday. So I was, a, I, but this was a quality thing you had to do to do it. So I visualized myself successfully completing the routes that were required. That's all I did. And I felt that experience was possible. And I believed it was possible in my head. So I went back to the gym then, and I went participate with everybody, and I completed the routes that I intended to do because I felt it was possible. Now, I know that if I don't think something is possible, it never happens. But because I felt it was possible, I completed it. And what was the thing that was stunning to me? I actually won the debutante, which is the beginner's competition because I accumulated enough points. And I was like, you're kidding me. Thank you. Like, I was like, when they announced it, I was like, have they made a mistake? <laughs> I, I was like, that was just like yeah. crazy. And when I told one of my sons, because he said he didn't want to participate in it. Um, and, and he's really good. He was like, how did you do that? Right? And I'm like, I'm not really sure, but I think I really do know. Yeah. And this is what you're talking about. So I, I ran it through it like a film in my head. So this is not about anybody listening. You know, you may have no interest in any sort of rock climbing that, but you can take this skill set and move it around in all the parts of your life. Everywhere. It's just a framework, my friends. Yeah. I really just, I, this is what I want people to kind of say. It's possible. Now, there's something to a little bit of a seed. We have to remember that there's more to just this framework because what I also share with people is because I, 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 you know, I teach one of my courses is um, how to sleep well and wake up energized. There's a, fr there's lots of stuff that's going on. If you don't sleep well, it'll affect your capacity to do this. If you're not eating properly, like if you're not eating for fuel, as against just eating for pleasure. I mean, there's nothing wrong with eating for pleasure, but you know, there's a whole system because we are biochemical. We're not just mental. Like there's a body behind us and we can understand that we need to, you know, rest ourselves. We need to pay attention. And something you mentioned, Tiffany, just to kind of close what I'm sharing here at this moment is taking the quiet time for yourself. I'm a big proponent of silence. Like just the phone is off is on airplane, even when I'm not working. Like it's like it's on airplane mode and it's like, I, I, I need that time and space. So before I had this opportunity with you this morning, I knew I had 15 minutes. I just sat not, no, I wasn't going to run around to lot. No, just take time. Just be quiet and whatever dances around is okay. But you need to, it's to me, it's the, the silence is what makes the music. Uh, I, this an analogy, I don't know where I, I, I picked it up from. I, I think I might've came up with myself, but maybe it doesn't matter. But when you make music, there has to be silence between the notes or it's just noise. So our lives require that gentle space. It's like a wave. When you look at an electronic wave, there's a vibration, there's a frequency. We need the silence. And that silence is kind of a restfulness, which allows us to move to the next level. But if we're constantly in movement, in the noise, in the taking stuff in, we can't digest it and move on. So you move back and forth. You know, I say to people, if you learn something, perhaps from this podcast or from perhaps another podcast at Tiffany's, embrace one single thing, just one thing, and check that out in your life. And if it doesn't work for you, that's okay, then pick for something else. But allow yourself to go deep in that one area experience it and then add in something else if need be yeah beautiful advice i love that david 
Can you tell me a little bit about the wonder technique and the work that you do and then where we can find you for our listeners to yes. in touch with you? Yes, indeed. Okay, um, to kind of give people, because the wonder technique is truly a holistic approach to personal development. There's multiple parts to this one idea. And the wonder technique, um, for example, I mentioned really briefly there, I created a, I have an online mini, a mini course that came actually, I developed it this year because when I did a speaking engagement in January, it was kind of funny. It was like, I had no idea what was going on in the world. Like we weren't talking about COVID and stuff, but um, so much in January. And people said, how can we continue learning from what you're sharing, David? And I realized I need to put something online. So I developed courses specific because I can share with people the wonder technique, but here was how to sleep well and wake up energized. And this is practical tools to empower people, like people listening, um, you know, the whole idea of sleeping in a totally dark room. And if you sleep with somebody who doesn't like dark rooms, then you need to cover your eyes because you need to get melatonin high um, in your body to help engage the whole force of going asleep. You know, your room temperatures, lots of little things are important. So the wonder technique to, to give you more than there's stuff about focus and concentration, like little things I just mentioned, turning your, your phone off. Like my phone, the home screen, I don't have notifications on my phone. Okay. So it's not like it's beeping and beeping, even when it's turned on. That's an intention on my way of saying controlling the input. So um, that's another mini course, how to, to improve your focus and concentration. Another part of the wonder technique as well is the whole idea of how to be resilient and how to prepare. And a lot of that is about your body, how you eat, when you eat, how you hydrate yourself, like putting that together so people can see this. this the, the simple tools that, oh, yeah, it's not that important, but actually it is really important how you put those pieces in place. Now, people can find me, you know, I'm, I'm like to be as simple as possible and it actually helps me a lot. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the frameworks that I've developed that are, that originate from inside my brain that are gifted me from outside of me is really to help me manage my life. And the wondertechnique.com, just as it's spelled, the wondertechnique.com is the main way for people to find me online. I'm not so active on the typical social media sites. You know, I'm a little bit active on LinkedIn, but the other sites, because I want to make it easy for people to find everything. Now, I do have videos on YouTube, which people find through my website again. I have a blog, I have the online course, and of courses, pardon me, the mini courses, there's 10 of them. But I will offer to those people listening, if they're curious about my work, and I did send this to you, Tiffany, is that... Uh, is there's a if people want to listen to my newsletter and I've been writing that for now 15 years they receive a package and one of the things that's in there was inspired by my dad and that's mini motivational cards now I know you you like affirmations and everything and I don't know if I have a, yeah I do people get like these little cards here if you can see um, here they they get the template so they can print it off and share it with whoever they want and there's a number of different ebooks and everything that's a whole ton of stuff that I used to sell and now I give away for free as, a, as just for people to see it in their lives. Uh, there's a book in there, 10 Steps, Keys to Your Health and Happiness. Like There's some fundamental things in there and I'm really about giving actionable steps. One of the things I mentioned, like not being the eternal student. Really, it's important to learn, but it's very, very important that you make a decision to practice and put something into your life. This is why people get frustrated with personal development because they're not taking action. I've, I know this story. And so I'm like, this is actually a, f once you get those things in place, 
you can make phenomenal change in the world. Like what you're doing, Tiffany, you, once you, you got the, you got the ideas together, then you level up. I, I actually, I want to be unemployed. I don't want people to need anything that I'm sharing. I want to have an empty brain because I want people to go, okay, now I can, I can do whatever I want in my life because I've got this, you know, yeah. that's, that's my goal. So I try to make things as simple as possible. So the wondertechnique.com free gifts available. My contact information is there. Excellent. I'm available to help people. That is fantastic. David, it has been such a delightful conversation today. You have shared so many incredible insights and how we can all be brave and make changes in our life because it takes incredible courage to do the things that you're talking about, which I just love. So thank you so much for being on the When We Are Brave podcast. It's been my honour, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody listening. David had so many incredible insights into how we can all live our best and bravest life, how we can live in a way that is positive, that fills our lives with new opportunities. Go out there and make a decision. The power of visualization is unbelievable. I use it every single day and I'm telling you, it is life-changing. I talk a lot about visualization on my free Facebook group, Brave Hearts. If you would love to connect with like-minded, brave hearts, beautiful souls, then go onto Facebook, Brave Hearts. It is a beautiful place to connect. So Christmas is just around the corner. Can you believe it? I want to wish you all a beautiful Christmas. I hope that it brings you joy, that you have a merry time over the holiday season, that Christmas time brings you joy. In our life, finding joy is vital to living our best and bravest life. And so my Christmas wish for you, my beautiful, beautiful friends, is to have a joyous and merry Christmas. I cannot wait until season three of the When We Are Brave podcast coming out in February. If you are looking for any last minute gifts, my beautiful friends, I have an abundance of different gift ideas on the website, whenwearebrave.com. Go to the shop, the Brave shop. There are essential oils on there. There's meditations. There's soul alignments, which I'm running via Zoom. There are Christmas packages. And for Christmas, on the 12 days of Christmas, I will be running a 12 days of Christmas super sale. So each day for the first 12 days of Christmas, the first 12 days of December, check out my social media pages on Facebook and Instagram, Tiffany Johnson page or which I think is actually at Brave Enough Now, Tiffany Johnson at Brave Enough Now on Facebook, or go to Instagram, Tiffany underscore J underscore Johnson, and you will see every day what the specials are. How exciting. I'm excited about this because I love Christmas. So have a wonderful time. Be filled with joy. And I can't wait to see you or hear you or listen to you, connect with you, whichever way we interact. I cannot wait for that to happen until February 2021. And so, my dear friends, thank you once again for supporting this podcast and for supporting me. Be brave. 
and until next time, live your best and bravest life.